My name is Keila Fowler, and this is the Loves to Chat podcast. I'm the founder and CEO of a makeup education company called 85 Beauty, but I have a lot of identities. And since they're all going to be running wild here, let me introduce you to some of them. Daughter, friend, sister, aunt, former teacher, makeup artist, geriatric millennial. Oh, why do they even call us that? And so much more. On the Loves to Chat podcast, I'm going to be talking about the hopes and dreams we had for our lives as kids and how we reconcile them with the adult lives we currently live day to day. If you're ready to have some company as you go on the grocery run, wash the dishes, commute to work, are we still doing that? Or wherever you find yourself, let's chat. Welcome back to the Loves to Chat podcast. It's Keila here. I'm really excited about the series that we are starting today, which is on adult friendships and why they are so hard. We're going into this series, and originally I thought this would be a single episode, but then I realized I had way more to say than I originally thought. And more importantly, it matters to me that we actually have a discussion. I love podcasts and one of the things that I tend to do is listen to them in the car and I find myself like talking back to the people on the podcast as if we are together on the phone, which maybe is slightly ridiculous, maybe is incredibly relatable if you too do the same thing. But the only difficulty I have about listening to podcasts in the car is that I can't just pull up my phone and like leave a voice memo for <laughs> for the people on Instagram or something. So I really encourage you to do that. I love your voice notes. I will ha- like it's my joy to be able to actually talk to you about these topics. So make sure you are following on Instagram at loves to chat. Make sure that you set like. DM me, send me a voice note. Let me know that you've listened to the episode, what your thoughts are, what's resonating, what you're what you want to challenge me on. Like I love to be in discussion with you. So it's not about you just listening to these episodes and then us never actually talking about your thoughts, feelings, and reactions. And I also have realized in trying to get into this topic that I definitely do not want to overload you or myself as we dig into this. So on today's episode, we're talking about our childhood friendships that transition into adult friendships and why those are hard. People often talk about marriage as the predominant relationship in your adult life, which I think is short-sighted because if you, it, it, it creates a lot of assumptions, assumptions that marriage is something that you're after, assumptions that you're supposed to find the right person for you and make it stick from the first try, and assumptions that like marriage is a thing that everybody should want, let alone that it's something that um, that's, that you even care about, right? But 
My longest relationships outside of those with my family members have been with my friends. With marriage, people talk about how two people are going to grow and change over time and how sometimes the changes are the things that cause conflicts or cause people to grow apart, right? Those are the things that create friction in a relationship. And I found that the same feels true about friendship. I've never been married. I can't talk about what the experience of marriage is, but I can absolutely talk about friendship. Some of my closest friends I've known since seventh grade. And when I say that out loud, let alone think it in my brain, it's an explosion of what are we even talking about? Because that's over 20 years. Now, while that shocks me every time that I write the idea that we have over 20 years of shared experiences and we actually remember them, it also is the reality that the people I met when I was about 12 years old, and myself included, are very different versions of themselves. We're very different versions of ourselves now at 37, 38 years old. I like to believe that a lot of the core of what attracts us to people sustains. The things that tend to attract us to people are their hearts or the way they make us laugh or their energy, right? There are, there are certain things that are just, they, they just maintain, they're consistent. They're not going to adjust or shift or change in any way, shape or form. Those are the constants. But when you think back over, say, age 12 to 25, there's a slew of life experiences that have shaped who we are now in our 30s and beyond. When I think about some of the most impactful things that have happened, whether big or small, right, we consider loved ones that have passed, right, hearts have been broken, people have been hurt emotionally and or physically, Diagnoses have been administered. We've acquired bruises and scars, but we've also acquired wisdom and clarity. If you, like me, are in therapy, you've learned some things about yourself, right? You are much more of a self-aware person. You know the things that help you. You've learned things that help you understand the choices you made in the past and the way you approach life and decisions today. You've set new boundaries. You've made your standards more clear. You've decided what works and doesn't work for you. And you've redefined what makes a good friend in your mind. All of that is good stuff, but it doesn't come without its challenges. The hardest time I've had with my longest lasting friendships has been allowing space for both of us to change. And here's the thing, like, write this down, right? This is, this is the part that is most important. It's not just about allowing space for both of us to change, but also to be observant and aware of those changes without being judgmental about it. And reevaluating what the true values of our friendship are. I really struggled with this. And I'm hoping that in having this discussion with you today, I'm going to hear that I'm not alone. 
Friendship is so easy in the beginning as kids. It's really pretty straightforward. You like the same things I like. For me, it was very simple. If you read the Babysitter's Club, you were in. Do you like drawing? Let's go. (laughs) Rather be in a shady spot on the playground over the heat of the metal slide that's going to burn all the skin off the back of your thighs? You are my people, right? Common interests, common views. It just wasn't that challenging. By high school, it expanded a bit, but not by much. Here are some of the qualifications for me. Are you a Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan? Same. Are you in a sport and also give a crap about your grades? Meet me for a study session. Are you into parties and underage drinking and being generally a teenage idiot because that's what we're conditioned to do? Yeah, not so much. You're not, you're, you're maybe not like, you're, you're maybe not my kind of hang person. Like we're probably not going to get along too well, but like what I'm saying is that it used to all feel so clean back then. After over a decade as a teacher, I can tell you that that isn't actually true. It's easy to look back and feel like it was super simple. And to an extent, yes, it was, but nine and 10 year olds can be vicious, right? We all remember times when you think back, can't you remember a time when like somebody left you out or you got your feelings hurt or somebody made fun of you, right? Because that was also happening. I think what is the challenge of it all when we try to make sense and kind of reconcile what we remember childhood to be versus what adulthood is now is that we have the benefit of perspective. And we also are able to look back on a time with like, hopefully, a more positive perspective on it. But I think a defining factor is that back then, all that was needed was for someone to hurt your feelings or for somebody to leave you out or for somebody to make fun of you for you to do what my father tells me to do, which is cut bait, right? As I've gotten older, I've had a longer runway of accumulated pain, upset, and disappointment before wanting to distance myself from friends. And I spent some time examining this and I ask myself, like, why? Why does it have to... Why does it take a, like more incidents for me to recognize maybe this isn't the right friendship for me, especially with my childhood friends? And the thing that matters here that isn't a factor with our adult friendships can be summed up into one word. History. Your childhood friends know you and they know a lot about you. I'm going to tell you right now, it's a lot harder to say goodbye to someone I've been friends with for 10 years than it is for someone I met last year. Because suddenly we ask ourselves, am I really going to throw away 10 years of friendship because so-and-so hurt my feelings? That carries a lot of weight. It's just harder. Because what also comes out are the things you've never had to talk about before. Because as you get older, you start to develop positions. Oh, isn't that fun, right? Suddenly we have a position on things. 
politically, socially, about marriage and kids and how to raise them. Y'all, please tell me you're as exhausted as I am. Remember when we used to look at our parents and secretly roll our eyes over their strong convictions about things that we just simply didn't give a crap about? Well, look at us now. <laughs> like as you start to see injustice in the world and you find yourself in different conversations, you start to realize that you do have a position. You have a point of view and they're so strong that they become deal breakers for who you will and won't maintain a close relationship with. And that creates friction when your childhood friend doesn't feel the same way. But wait, what do you mean? We always feel the same way. That's one of the issues I ran into with some of my childhood friends. It was maybe around like 23 that it would start to happen where I was like, but wait, we always felt the same way. We always are on the same page. We always have the same point of view. What do you mean you don't agree with me? What do you mean that you think that, but I think this? What do you mean that you're behaving like that, but I'm behaving like this? What does it mean? What happens when you identify that your friend has tripped over one of your deal breakers? Did you even know that they existed? Or did it creep up on you as quietly as it did on your friend? And how do you talk about it? Or better yet, do you talk about it? In next week's episode, we're going to talk about new adult friendships and why those can be hard. Until then, I would love to hear from you. Like I said, go over to Instagram or Facebook at loves to chat and tell me, do you remember the first time that one of your deal breakers came up and what was it for you? I will talk to you super soon in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the loves to chat podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you like to listen. Give a comment on this episode and let me know what resonated with you, made you laugh, or is going to have you thinking for the rest of the day. Follow me on Instagram at loves to chat and at Keela Fowler, spelled K-E-E-L-A-F-O-W-L-E-R. Now let's go out there and live our lives in such a way that it would make the little kids in us proud. I'll see you next week. <laughs>